0: This is episode number 85, and today I'll explain my biggest takeaway from my interview with Nilson Ramirez. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Britton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. For those of you who have listened to the episode yesterday where I sat down with Nilsen, uh, it was really a great conversation. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about his uh, journey into full-time ministry. We talked about the things that inspired him to create a YouTube channel as a minister. And we really got into the nitty-gritty of the power of social media and how we can use it to glorify God. And so my biggest takeaway, or what I think is kind of the highlight of that whole conversation, is this clip I'm about to play for you, and we're talking about the power of social media to help spread the gospel. And he has a very distinct viewpoint on this, and uh, it's very I, I, th- I think it's very pragmatic. I think it's very practical for us, and so uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into that clip. And then afterwards, I'll, I'll give you my takeaways. Tell me about like, what you've been learning from building your YouTube channel and specifically how everyday normal Christians can utilize social media to not only share the gospel, but really put themselves out there in a way that's productive to help people
1: uh, get closer to God. Yeah, well, I'll start there and and, um, I'll start backward. I'll answer the second question first. I think to underestimate or undermine the value of social media or media in general in order to advance God's word uh, would be to be an irresponsible Christian. It would mean that you are not handling the word of truth um, adequately in the sense of proclaiming God's name, or screaming it from the rooftops like Jesus says to in Matthew uh, when he's talking to his disciples, because it is the greatest platform and it is your greatest chance to reach as many people as possible. And I think our generation understands that, um, in general, I think the older generation, the generation that has come before us has a harder time understanding that, which is fine. Um, that's, it's not their job to maybe get that right off the bat. Um, but, it is, I think, their job to um, become aware of it, and it's our job to present that in a compelling way and help them understand that. But, yeah, I just think the same way I would be doing a disservice to um, to the people around me if I didn't talk about God, I would be doing a disservice through, you know, just my words. I'd be doing a disservice to the people that I know socially through social media by not talking about God. And it's all about attention because, you know, my world is very much... Uh, pastoring and ministering. And so in that sphere in the sphere of as a church builder, I'm trying to help as many people come to Christ. I'll put it to you this way. And, and my fellowship of churches can really grasp this idea. Uh, an evangelist who is training up a campus minister. If he were talking to that campus minister and that campus minister said, Oh, I haven't spent any time in the dorms door knocking. I haven't spent any time on campus sharing God's word, I haven't um, done any small groups, that evangelist would probably fire him um, or her because they are not using what they understand to be the tools and the accessibility and um, they're not where the people are. In the same way, I believe that um, evangelists who do not leverage the platforms of video websites, social media, Facebook, um, to proclaim God's word are being irresponsible and are not doing all that they can do to reach as many people as possible. Because if I told the minister today, Hey, would you like to preach in front of 300 new people? Would you like like preach a sermon? Three hundred new people, no one from church. Three hundred new people that will potentially become Christians. Would would you be okay with doing that? Can you prepare like a thirty minute lesson? I think every minister was. Of course, I'd love to do that. Well, that's exactly what you can do on social media. Um, and so, to not use that is uh, is, I believe, irresponsible.
0: All right. So the reason that this part of our conversation yesterday struck me is because I'm a big believer. In bringing the gospel to where people are. I'm a big believer in, you know, find the people where they're at and bring Jesus to them. And that's not to say that we shouldn't be unwise in how we do that or that we shouldn't use discernment, but similar to how in the book of Acts we see the apostles and the early church leaders consistently meeting in the temple courts, well, that was where everyone was. That's where you went to go find early on, Jews to help them learn about Jesus and hopefully become Christians. And then as Paul uh, and Silas went around and did their rounds with the Gentile churches, you saw them branching out into other city centers and places where people were congregating. And so for us today, a big part of that is social media. It's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's Twitter. Those are the places where people are spending time. And so it is up to us to figure out how can we insert ourselves into those conversations in a way that will lead people to Jesus, both by our example and in the things that we talk about. And uh, actually, just to give you a sneak peek, uh, in a couple weeks I have a guest on who helped someone become a Christian because of Facebook. And so that's a really cool case study of just, you know, it's not just theory, it's not just talking about, you know, we should figure out how to make Facebook work for the kingdom. It it actually works, and so we break down how it works and the things that you can do uh, to utilize your social media to help make disciples right where you are. So if you haven't gone back and listened to the interview I did with Nilsson yesterday, I encourage you to do that. It's a phenomenal interview. And as a final note before we end the episode today, if you haven't joined the official podcast Facebook group yet, you are missing out. We have a lot of fun in that group. I'm always in there answering comments, answering questions. I love seeing people's feedback on certain episodes and the things that struck them and how it's encouraged or helped them. And uh, recently even did a giveaway where, uh, you know, the, we had a big episode with John Collins from The Bible Project. And so we had a challenge that anyone who shared that post on their personal Facebook feed got entered into a contest to win a one-hour, one-on-one call with me. And so, uh, you know, I was able to, uh, to do that and to, to jump on a call with someone, and it was really, really uh, phenomenal. And I want to do more stuff like that. So if you want to get more connected with the show, if you want to help us decide future episode topics, or just to say hi and let me know how much this podcast has helped you so far, go ahead and click the link in the show notes, uh, the episode notes for this episode, and uh, ask to join the group, and I will see you there. That is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button so you never miss another episode, and leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout-out as the super fan of the week. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.